breaks from clearing the woods with axes, shovels, pulaskis, and chainsaws. The winds were hot as a hellfire inferno, blowing flaming cinders at them at over thirty miles per hour. Today the fire was raging toward them from the valley below, forcing them back up the hill toward the peak. On the other side of the mountain, ten miles away, was the small community of Trenholm. The only thing that stood between the town and the raging wildlands fire was a small group of dedicated smoke jumpers. They were trying to clear a red zone of dirt in front of the fire. But would it work? Logan asked himself. The thick smoke burned his eyes and throat like tear gas. Straight out that fire line over there! Look alive! He bellowed at them, then coughed. He looked to his left. Gary, you okay? He asked the young red-headed firefighter from Tulsa. Logan noticed Gary's bunker gear was torn and shredded at the back of his legs. I'm good, Captain. Stay safe. Watch yourself. Your suit's ripped in the back. On your legs. Careful. Thanks, Captain. The fire burned at over 800 degrees, and the noise level was like that of a freight train roaring toward them up the mountain. They shoveled dirt on the grasses to contain the flames and provide a fire break. Suddenly, with his shovel in midair, Logan heard it. Silence. Sweet silence. The fire was weakening. The wind had shifted, turning the fire back onto itself and killing the flames. It was running out of fuel and oxygen. Now it was time to hurry to make sure it did not come back to life again. His crew worked for hours to shovel dirt onto the smoldering flames and the burning brush, cutting in larger fire lines to starve it even further. As the sun set, the skies opened, and it started to rain. Soon it began to pour. Rain. Heavenly rain. Glorious rain. It was a welcome relief to all the firefighters as they took off their helmets and looked to the sky above. Their faces were black from the soot and smoke, but for now their job was finished. They had contained a monster. Hours later, another group of firefighters, Hotshot Team 7, came to relieve them from the valley below. They were a welcome sight as Logan and his crew climbed into the back of waiting trucks and headed down the mountain. This was what they trained for, to fight forest fires. Logan was glad it was over, at least for the moment. You guys did a good job, he said proudly as they bounced around the back of the truck. Then he added with a laugh, Oh, and Merry Christmas. His firefighters were tired and aching, all glad to be going back to their base station. Christmas was coming soon, and most of them would go back to their day-to-day -day lives until the next alert called them on their ever-present red beepers. All except for Logan. His off-season job was to continue clearing out dead trees and grasses for the U.S. Forest Service, trying to prevent huge fires from occurring in the future. He would always be watching and waiting for the next fire to appear. Chapter 2 Mom, can you hear me? Silence. Mother, mother. Again, silence. Judge, can you speak to her? Please, I really need to talk to her. Her father, she had often called him Judge like everyone else in town, was silent as always. Beth knew she was on her own. At home in years past, the retired judge usually sat in his favorite chair in the corner by the fireplace, reading his newspaper and smoking his pipe. She would always remember the sweet aroma of the cherry and honey-flavored tobacco as he puffed on his well-worn pipe. 
She had loved to watch the small wisps of white smoke rise, swirl, and linger above his head before disappearing. Still silent, she sat on the cold bench at the foot of their graves. Years ago, shortly after her father died, she had arranged to have the cemetery staff strategically place it at the foot of his grave. Now, with her mom joining him, she could sit and talk to both of them. She usually found comfort sitting so close and talking with her mother, but not today. She rose and looked around in silence. A large snowflake tumbled against the grayish-red granite headstone, falling to the ground in front of her. It was getting colder as Christmas neared. She felt the chill in the air as another snowflake fell, this one even larger. She pulled her wool coat and scarf tighter around her to protect herself from the cutting wind, causing the scarf to flap wildly over her shoulder. After gently whisking away the freshly fallen snow from the top of the bench with the back of her hand, Beth sat down.